Tiger's got 152 yards. Should be just a nice, comfortable nine iron for him. They're gonna go nuts when he hits this thing. <laughs> Episode 33. 33. Episode 33 of the Bokey Boys Back Nine Podcast. This is Blake Ross. Your boy Rob. And James. Back at it. 33. 33 episodes deep. Welcome back, listeners. Episode 33. Don't forget to shoot us emails at thebogeyboys with a Z at gmail.com. If you'd like to send us would you rathers, we'd love to hear them and we'd love to talk about it. Do we have any emails? I don't check anymore. Oh, <laughs> check man. Anymore. You got to at least check. <laughs> you know you know what's funny is that I've been networking. I've been networking. And I think you're going to have a couple emails in You know there. what I used to hear back in the day, one of my mentors? You're either networking or you're not working. I'll tell you this right now. We do not have any emails. Zero emails? Not even Zero. like spam? I mean, I get spam all the time, yeah. No. Apple, Spotify. <sighs> not even like Nigerian princes want to like <laughs> no. scam us? Nothing too crazy. No Nigerian princes. <sighs> You guys doing anything on Friday or? Screamy. Rob, you doing anything on Friday? Black gold. Yeah. The boys are booked. We're ready. We're fired up. We're going to black gold in your Belinda. We're doing a four man scramble. I really want to try. I'm going to try and what's, what's, put up a solid. What's the target score for us? Nine under. Okay. I like where your head's at. Rob, what do you think? You said nine under? You think we can get nine under? I think we mm-hmm. can do nine under. Half birdie, half par. I'll, <gasps> I'll tell you what. I'm, I feel an eagle coming on. <laughs> I'll tell <laughs> you. <laughs> I mean, my thoughts are, with this group that we have and where our games oh, are we're at. set. I think, that, <laughs> I think that nine under is, I think that we can get it's nine possible. under. Totally possible. I think getting to 10 might be a stretch. I think 10 we can get. Especially because I just got word. I know he's not on the podcast, never been on the podcast, but Tyler, Tyler, our fourth man, just broke just broke eighty today. So he said, "I mean, he's fired up. He's he's going to be playing Lake Forest. No, he's playing (laughs) Tejeras." I know. I was. Okay. I was gonna. I was gonna jab and be like, "Oh, like it was a par 62 And what do you score on the back nine? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, What do you score on the back? No, but he said that because with Tyler, it's like a dispersion thing with him because he hits it far, but he was saying that today. He said the driver was working, and I was like, wow. I love to hear that, man. That's what's up. I We're love to need hear that, that because I, I've seen the guy like 290 carry, yeah. like 300 carry. He can fucking bomb it. He can yeah. swing it hard. Does he have a two-way miss? Yes. Okay. It's he tough, does. For sure. He does have a two-way miss, but he's got all the tools and resources to fix it. I mean, he has a sim in his backyard. Like, oh, dang. Like, Where, why are we well, ever going to Does he know how to fix house? it? He he cares. Like, does he understand? Like, he's starting to care a lot, and he like trusts his, he trusts my judgment to help him. But because I don't I don't have his numbers, so I don't. And because with with flight scope, his sim, he doesn't have um, face path. to path. He doesn't have path. He has like face to path ratio. So mm. it's I'm sure I could figure it out. But the ball don't lie though. Yeah, I mean I you know most of the, but recently. I, I played with him uh, last week on Saturday, 
on Saturday I played with him, but he um he he had just like a very baby cut. It was like maybe like a ten yard cut. Mm. It wasn't even that bad. And so I was too like, bad. I was like, dude, you have like a. I was, That's but, tight. but he was getting he was getting <clears throat> frustrated because he was still going ob right or out of play right. Well, then aim like two degrees left and, and play your ball. It's all good. You're bro. preaching to the choir and I, you, play and your then, game. Yeah. And, and Tyler, he was Embrace it. He was talking to me. He's like, dude, like, what am I doing wrong? Like, why is it not going? Got that gray tooth, remember? The fuck? <laughs> I thought I was hearing shit. That was that was creepy. <laughs> That was creepy, but I was like, "You guys hear that?" Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" Is Anyways, he, Tyler was he wanted to do like a swing change. He's like, "Hey, like, you know, do I need to take the club not more? while you're playing? Do man. I need to take the club more inside, or am I like, am I taking it away too outside or inside here?" Mm-hmm. And I was explaining to him. I was like, "Tyler, I was like, I don't know if you're watching your ball flight, but you have you have like a it's a ten yard cut. Like, it's a very baby cut. It's a like, playable ball. For I was sure. like, it's not it's not the slice. Like, you don't have the slice ball right now. I was like." All you need to do is you need to feel like you're aiming more left of where your target is. Duke can aim at eleven o'clock and put it right dead center for and, away. Yeah. And like, you could and you which would is, be in so play. many pros do that. Like play the ball. If you're not twenty, thirty yards left and right or whatever, you're playing like a pretty standard. So yeah. And of course like when you like when you're in the middle of a round, like, you know, you hear what people are saying, but like sometimes you don't actually like incorporate that or you like you think you are but it's like your feel is just not what's real so but anyways he did figure it out but i was happy to hear that you know he sounds dialed he's ready to go and so i think that's going to be a huge component the other thing that i was thinking of was that i don't know how they're going to set it up if they're going to have us at the whites or the blues because i think the yardage is going to be we've played blues already there so it's not a big deal i guess we did play the blues huh yeah i've not yeah, because I know that there's a couple par fours that are like shorter, and yeah. it's it's basically you either go Guaranteed for the bird. green or you like kind of lay up short because yeah. like your stock driver yardage will be like in a bunch. There's like bunkers, so I know there's a few layup holes like that. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited. I mean, we I we obviously have a little bit. We've only played it once, me, me and yeah. you, Rob. Right? Yeah, but James hasn't played it, but. All I know is that course had my number last time, and I'm I'm fucking ready. I'm I'm fucking ready to I'm get excited. after it. I'm excited. I can't wait. I want to compete. Yeah, I want to. This might be the best golf we're gonna play this Friday. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't start there. <laughs> I like where your head's at. I'm optimistic. Yeah. Have you guys uh, done any practice this week? No, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the range. Maybe, Tomorrow maybe or Thursday? Thursday. I need to like. Yeah. I want to work on stuff right now, yeah. So. Maybe maybe Thursday is a good time to go. Maybe Thursday. Yeah. I mean, I guess we could hypothetically do it tomorrow if everyone's available. We could do like an Oak Creek sesh. Because I would rather take a, a day in between off. But there you go. I wanted to work on something. I don't know. I constantly write notes on my phone of like things I want to have in the back of my mind. There you go. Do you guys do that? No, never. Never? No. No. I have so many notes on my you have, phone. Like, it's like swing thoughts that you yeah, want to have? all the time. Really? Yeah. I, I, dude, I love to hear that, man. That's awesome. Tons of, you know, one cup rice, one and a half cups water. <laughs> 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 no, I just have like little tips. You know, someone may say something or like... <clears throat> Or I'll remember like something I had learned a long time ago and I totally forgot. I'm like, oh yeah, like I need to remember. Just think about it. Like it will make an impact over time for sure. So sometimes I write down little things that I remember. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I'm. I mean, all I know is that I'm ready. I think, believe it or not, it's like I think what I want to work on 
or what I would like to practice. I would like to practice some putting. I would like to practice some putting. It's no glory, but God I damn feel it. like that's the part where we're gonna struggle our putts. Because I have faith. I have faith everywhere else. Everyone brings something different to the table, but I think putts is where it's gonna come down to. I think if we between the four of us, I think we should have like really two goals. I think that we should hit like at least seventeen greens in regulation. I think yeah. seventeen greens in regulation yeah. needs needs to happen. And I think that if we it give, definitely needs to happen. And I think that if we can give ourselves like at least ten chances of within twelve feet, Ooh. I think that we can shoot our score. Do we do the Bob Dove sports where they have the same lineup every time for the putt? I feel like we need to come up with a with a solution. Because you know how they I go think, like just keeping it real, Joey's the worst. So they have him putt first. Bob's not great. So you're gonna go last? <laughs> no, me, I'm not the best putter. But the strategy of like whoever gets whoever gains the most off the read should go later. I I think what the, the order is more important off the tee and and with I'm not disregarding that, but I'll with, go first on the putt. The order with putting, I think, kind of doesn't matter. I mean, I think, I think the putts are super important, though. Well, for us, I, for well, us they, to get I, on are. it, like you said, a GIR, and then to have a one putt is like how we're going to make some birdies. The, what I would say about putting is, I would almost prefer to have Tyler go last, and I'll tell you why. Because, whoa, I don't know if it's like a stroke thing or like a equipment thing with Tyler, but the the way his ball bounces off the putter it's like almost all the time you'll see it and he'll tell you the same thing is that he'll do his putting stroke and he'll hit the ball and his ball will immediately take like a hop like it, go, it goes hop and then rolls does he deliver it with positive angle i don't, I don't know if, i don't know which You're way supposed it is. to like hmm, i don't know which way it is i i because i'm no putting expert by any stretch of the imagination hear me out when i've watched you know some txg videos some club champion videos and i've seen the ball what normally happens is that the ball is slides first. Right. And it rolls back just a tiny bit. Uh-huh. It rolls back a tiny bit, and yep. then it starts the rolling forward. And you want it to I've roll s- forward. I've seen yeah. that, yes. The straighter the ball, you know, the faster you can get it rolling end over end, the more predictable the ball becomes. Yes. So interesting that it's taking like a hop. Mm-hmm. Rather than taking the slight back while sliding... Mm-hmm. And then rolling forward. So interesting. Yeah. So it's almost like he's hitting with a positive angle. I'm I, sure. I... I've never Just seen anything like thinking it. Thinking out loud here. Yeah, I mean it makes a lot of sense. I've I'm dumbfounded by it because I've 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 asked him like, "Do you see what your ball's doing?" like and I was like, "Does that bother you?" He's like, "Oh yeah, it drives me crazy." But I mean, he's he's gotten used to it so he can like anticipate his lines and his putts because of how he rolls it, but I think for us because I think that all three of us tend to roll it like I think James ha- probably has like the best pace out of mm-hmm. all of us i mm-hmm. think that i might hit my line more often than james but and i think you're probably somewhere in between so rob i think, can get so hot though yeah rob oh yeah get so fucking hot well because i what i love about rob is he gives every putt a chance he's not he's not well, a that's big, the right mentality though. yeah he gives every putt a chance i mean i i still leave him short sometimes but rob does not leave those I things mean, i'm down to go first just to be the guinea pig I think that and would just make to sense. See how it rolls, and I can be like, "All right, cool." I kind of aimed at it. Just go like two, three cups right, or a cup yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I may maybe like Rob goes first, and then some either me or you, James, and then and then Tyler will go last. Just I'm just because- curious why. How come when Tyler has a why does him having a a jump 
make him best at going last. No, I meaning like I, I'll I think tell he you, I'll go tell you, or third. no, I'll tell you, just why. based on the fact that like because why would that associate because him with going last? the I think when your ball hops like that, one, it affects the line. It's unpredictable. And it's unpredictable. A ball goes in the and, air is unpredictable. And, and I think that because of that, we get less information. So I think if he goes first, that would be worst case scenario because. Mm. We have less information to work off so of because his with, his flight with his putts. But typically, aren't the your same last is the anchor. Just for have, getting three reads before them, have I don't, him go second. So it, 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 maybe it should be me, him, or James, first. and you. Okay. Because that way you can at least see what we're doing, and then we can be like, all right, put give a little bit more pace than what yeah. you usually would. Yeah, I think I've seen I you think drain some long ass putts, or even get super close. Yeah, I think putting is something that I've gotten better at, and. I, I do notice that I I'll, I will start to have rounds now where I'm like damn like I putted really well like yeah. if I didn't make it I was like within a certain proximity that I was really happy with and and when I'm making the comebackers at least like when I play solo rounds that's great but when you play scrambles the strategy is a little bit different it's like you want to get some you you want to get true rolls that get past the hole so you get the information that's really it right so I know. and even vocally though I want to hear Rob be like I aimed one cup right and it ended up too high. Yeah. So that tells me like, oh, I'm gonna aim a ball right instead. Uh-huh. So I need that. I need you guys to tell me the mental part of it too. Of like, although it may look like I'm aiming this way, mentally I'm aiming two cups right. Or have Tyler go. Yeah, just have Tyler go first. Or have go second. I I think him going first is the worst. I really do. I I really think it's the worst because I think we'll have less information because of the way his ball rolls off the face of the putter. Why does his ball hop? I, it's not supposed to do. That. I dude. And Maybe he needs to stand with the ball. At, like in the back of his back stance. of his stance, or hit down on it, have some press. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think I've asked him to try both before, and he said it was still doing the same thing. I don't know. It's 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 so silly because he has like a strangely old putter, like almost oh, really? like almost like just as bad as my nubbins. He doesn't have like a mallet or something. It's a mallet, but it's just it's a funky looking thing. It's mm. it's you could. I tell, wonder what he could do with something better. I, I dude, your your guess your odyssey. Yeah, maybe I'll bring like him. A, I'll bring in the even roll or something. To see what oh, out. dude, that would be fun. That would actually, he would probably think that would be a lot of fun. Here's what I'm saying. I want to get there and I want to hit some buck. I want to hit a bucket of balls. We better get there early. And I want to hit some putts. You know that everyone and their mom is going to be there. Like. I want to hit at least 15 balls, get the diarrhea out of the way first. <laughs> get that out and then roll some putts. Get some speed going because I want to get the pace right. I, I mean, I definitely want to roll putts. Like, I, I refuse not to roll putts. Dude, the last few times I haven't rolled a putt, I've paid for it. By the first four holes being like way long, way short, way right, way left. Yeah. And you know how it goes. Like, if you play in the morning, the day heats up. Yeah. And it gets well, faster what, over time. Ten? Yeah. Which is pretty late, honestly. Yeah, I was about good. to say, it's a great time. It's not fucking 7 a.m. Yeah. So we cold. have time to get there at 8.30, whatever you want. I personally just don't enjoy starting on a par 5. If we don't mm-hmm. start on a par 5, I'll probably be pretty happy about that. P4 yeah. would be nice, but yeah. I mean, I just want to have like my first par 5 to be as like late as possible into the day after I've taken as many swings as possible. I feel nervous on a par 3 starting out on a par 3. But... Oh, really? True. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Because it usually means an iron off the tee. Well, I think I only, I, it would only make <laughs> oh, me nervous no. because... Because James, there is um, there is oh, one, no. there's one par par three that's like I'm not kidding you. It's like a two o five, two ten, like to the flag. Is that the one where it's kind of downhill? It's, a, the, it's the whole ravine and everything. Here comes and a soft, like slopes back. Is that a soft arrow yeah. burner coming out? Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's because everything short is like 
Bring your seven terrible. <laughs> if you're short, if you're short of the green, it's you're you're chipping in thick, rough, uphill. Like mm. can't see the flag. Like yeah, it's bad. I want my new wedges by then. I don't think I'll get them. Mm. Wait, what's the update on your wedges? Nothing. There is no update. Nothing. Nothing. Did you guys measure your your wrists? No. God no, damn it, fun. you guys. When 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 are we gonna? Have, I mean Thursday. Bring a tape measure. Oh, I'm not doing that. I measured. I should be in neutral or one degree upright, which makes sense because I tend to go toe down. That that does, make which sense. actually means that if I was one degree upright, I would be neutral. That does make a lot of sense. So yeah, so is, I'm keeping is that. Is the in mind. whole upright and what what's the other term for it? Flat. Upright, flat. Mm-hmm. Um, is are is that strictly like a posture thing, like just however your posture is, like how tall. It's a you lot are. of things. It's how tall. It's the main measurement that they take is wrist to floor. Right, uh-huh. so like you know the crease in your wrist, like the main, the first crease, yeah. it's that to the ground. From you just standing with your arms to your side, standing at your side, and then they factor in your height. If you should like, you're for example, what are you six three or something? Like just under six three. You should play a half inch long, at least a half inch long on your clubs. But then from that, we take that measurement is because you should be there, yeah. and then we measure your wrist to the ground okay. to determine how upright. But like for me, example, so I'm. Which means that, like, either I'm standing too tall, right, which could end up being toe down, or my arms are short so that I'm toe down, basically. It's factoring all those things in. But, like, I used to have, like, a hockey stance. So, back then, my my toe would be more up in that case. But Yeah. I remember that, yeah. Anyways. But also, when you are toe down, the ball tends to start more right. And when you're toe up, the ball tends to start. Ball tends yeah. to start more for right-handers. Just a thought. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no, I'm I'm jazzed about it. I mean, um, Tyler texts me right now, and um, you know, I'm gonna get back to him after we're done here recording. But I'm I'm super excited. I think nine under is the goal. I think if we hit ten under, I think we did the best that we possibly could. I just know how this course is, and I know it's a tough course for one. The thing that James that you should be aware of is that. This course is very, very undulated. There is a lot of unfavorable lies, even in the fairway. Um, you, there's a lot of downhill, like slopes, uphill slopes, like a lot of ravines. Um, so I do not love the ball below my feet. Let I feel like there's you. also a lot of blind shots. On some I'm holes. okay with that. Blind shots. I do. I do remember there was a one couple or two holes where if you don't get up a hill. It's just a blind shot where you have to go up to the top, mm. see where your point of like. But your but the opposite is. is true though. There's a lot of downhill shots or like where you can see everything. Like, that's true too. Yeah, yeah. but that's tough for me. Whenever we play a course for the first time, it's really hard for me to like visualize the hole yeah. and like when what do we play Temecue or whatever it's like yeah. where I'm like I don't know where I'm <laughs> hitting. I'm All looking right. at the map <laughs> of like the whole layout and I'm like, well, I guess maybe like 200 yards this way and yeah. then like this way. So it's hard for me to know that before. Or to not know it and then just like go blind. Yeah. But yeah, there's I gotta trust you guys. There's definitely a blind shot where I was like, I guess I'm just gonna rip it. We both just ripped it and then landed just just off the green. Perfect. Is it right or left? I think if you're think you're thinking of like the long par four well, it was like a that's like down left. it's like right. Yeah. Where there's like this huge like almost like these houses with this huge slope on the right hand yeah. side and then the trees left. Yeah, I think I know what hole you're talking about. That was that's that's probably one of the harder par fours on that course. The par fives I do remember 
are a little bit longer, and one of them I remember was really long. It, it's 18. 18 is 18 the one. Is 18 is a long, long, four. long you can No, get it's a on long five. five. You can get oh, on shit, it's like 600 it's, something? It's basically like, I think for our caliber, it's probably going to be a you know three shot to the green. You know, We're yeah. probably going to have to do that. Mm-hmm. And and I think off the tee, I mean, I don't know if you guys have the same thoughts, but to me it's like it couldn't be more obvious. I think it's really the one and two slot and the three and four slot. And I think me and James are in the one and two slot. And then Rob and Tyler are the three and four slot. And then slot. the bombers should yeah. go for it. Yeah, I mean Start me, out with the fairway fine. Me and James <laughs> me and James's only job is to get decent balls, balls. De- decent balls on the fairway and then i don't even care where the three and four balls go if we're on the fairway like i literally just swing I hard it's a lost ball for my bed uh-huh. <laughs> i'll get you a clean 260 out Shit. i can't get you the 300 though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i couldn't be more excited but no the the last thing i was going to say is that I know that a lot of the players that play this course, they are very experienced. So I definitely have, I don't have any expectations of winning anything no. at all. Like no contests or no score related thing, gross net, doesn't matter. Like I think that we should have our own goal of the score, but obviously we should, we should implement, you know, Kelby Sharman one shot at a time. Okay. So, yeah. you know, and just do the best that we can and have a blast. You know, I, I'm, I'm couldn't be more excited. Yeah. I read that to to expand on Kelby's point. I read that Tiger Woods has, I think he calls it a ten yard rule. Have you heard about this? No, never. Ten yard rule. So it's like if he hits a bad shot or a good shot, he's only allowed to worry about it the next ten yards that he walks. Ooh, that's a good one. So he walks those ten yards, and that's when he's thinking like, okay, next time, you know, if I fuck that up, what happened? Oh, I hit it fat. Why? Because I dipped my head down. So during those ten yards, he's allowed to think about it and be mad at himself or whatever but after that it's over it's he leaves it behind what if your ball didn't go 10 yards <laughs> <laughs> i think if you're him it does <laughs> but yeah it's just the philosophy yeah, of like take take 10 steps and then never think about it again yeah that's great feedback i love that yep absolutely love that so yeah, I don't know if the listeners can tell, but we're we're jazzed about it. Oh. I mean, we wanted to let them know this Friday, your Belinda, black gold. Did we hit up Lou? Did we hit up Lou? Did I we let him know? They just let him know that we're coming through. We'd love to yeah. say hi to him. That's let him it. know the boys are coming. Just let him know. I'll let him know. I'll take You know, because you know, DM you know, him. the homie's the homie. You know, yeah. we gotta let him know that we're coming through. We'd love to say hi to him, and you know, that's that. Yeah. Shall we start a segment? Absolutely. Let's get into it, James. Which segment? Don't matter. Dude, give me a would you rather right now. I'm chatty Cathy. I want to know. All right. Would you rather play with Tiger Woods at Willowick (laughs) (laughs) or Solo Augusta? Solo Augusta for me. The thing is, you're never going to get the same opportunity again, whether it's to play with Tiger Woods or to play solo at Augusta. That's You're never going to have that that's opportunity. Seems I think you have fair. more chances to play Augusta than you would to have a chance to play at Tiger Woods. I mean, they're both minuscule, but I think you're right to some degree. I will probably play with it's, Tiger Woods. It's basically like saying, like, oh, like you have a 1 in 580 million chances or like a 1 in a billion chance of yeah. doing one or the other. So, like, both are equally as unlikely. So, yeah. and I'm doing the one that I would want to do, which is play Augusta, Augusta National. I'll play with Tiger. You have a caddy, but Damn. it's just you. It's just you. I'm playing Augusta National. 
and I feel pretty confident about it. I hate to say it, but I don't think that playing with Tiger Woods, I'm not sure how much wisdom he's going to drop on me. I'm just keeping it real. I think as a person, he's not going to be like super willing to give advice and tips and stuff. So that's why. Well, I think, I mean, to play devil's advocate here, I think it's pretty cool to just play with the greatest of all time or or one of the greatest of all time. I mean, it's like being able to shoot, you know, it's like having a basketball practice with Kobe Bryant or something like that, or like having Kobe Bryant on your pickup team or something like that, or, or like, you know, drop whatever analogy you want, like whatever, you know, whether it's baseball, NFL, like uh, being able to catch passes from Tom Brady, like it's, you know, it's once in a lifetime, like you're never going to get that again. But I, to me, cause it's more like playing against like Rafael Nadal. Yeah, exactly. Cause it's a one-on-one basically. So it's more like playing against, uh, a professional tennis player rather than being on his same team as shoot around. I just don't think that he's the kind of person who would be willing to share a lot of information with me. Hey, you never know. I, I mean, you have I don't to know. you have to assume that if you would ever get that opportunity that like it would probably go really well. Like fun, insightful, I everything. hope so. You know, you don't expect him to, you know, talk your ear off, but like you no, expect no, him to no. have a conversation with you and to yeah. like, you know, he give you i mean like look i mean that's his entire experience like playing with casual fan i mean like if you were to play with a casual fan like you'd have to assume that he would be like oh like this is a fan like i'm gonna make their day special like i don't know that this is definitely i think he's not a charity worker you'll be shit talking that course the whole round willowick yes (laughs) that that would be so funny i don't know if he's funny the thing is that he probably wouldn't miss a green the entire time so he wouldn't know like he wouldn't care he wouldn't care if he shot 70 you think he cared if he shot seven? He wouldn't care. So I'm no. taking Augusta. I'm taking Augusta. Let me know how it is. <laughs> to play the, the most exclusive course in the world? Yeah. I think that's a that's a lock for me. I don't even know if it is the most exclusive, but I think it is. Does anyone have objections to that? Or any thoughts? I mean, it's it's an ultra private course. I'm sure there are ultra private courses I've never heard of that are just as hard to get into. So I, well, I that, that's kind of the question. Like, is there's like some course that we maybe like that doesn't get the publicity, but it's like also equally exclusive? I don't think we three would be the guys to ask, but I'm sure there's stuff out there that yeah. like. Yeah, I wonder if like maybe I don't even know. Well, because even Shadow Creek is the only one I could think of that's like somewhat exclusive, but it's like not impossible. It doesn't have the prestige, though. Augusta has like the ultimate as far as like prestige. Yeah. It's all like senators and like Fortune 500 CEOs. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah. It's all that, which is unbelievable. It's wild to think of. But yeah, that's absolutely true. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Second Two- question. Here's just a thought 100K right now. I'm sucking it. There it is. <laughs> or a coin flip for a million. Coin flip. A hundred thousand right now, or a coin flip for a million? You gotta flip it. I think statistically, you have to flip it. I think it's so. Let's bad do, if you don't. Let's flip do it. a coin flip six hundred thousand. Sure, sure. Okay. Flipping? Yeah, I'm flipping. You're probably. I'm trying to cut it still, close. You're probably still flipping. You really are. Four hundred thousand coin flip. Regardless, I think you have. Okay, one hundred one thousand coin either flip. Either you're gonna stay broke <laughs> no, or you're to come up. <laughs> No, there's a dollar. <laughs> no, I, 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 hey, like, let's not discount it here for a second, here, fellas. I, I think 
people. A hundred grand tax free is nothing to scoff at. I mean, yeah. that's you can do a lot with a hundred grand right now. I mean, do you know what a hundred grand is worth by the time you retire if you invested it? Like strippers and cocaine. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> or it's like your next, or it's your next car, or, or a down payment. I mean, like it can yeah. really help you out. You I'll know, it's we get that. To scoff at. I'll call you know. I, at what point do you not claim? I flip? think one hundred thousand, one hundred five thousand. Because you have so you is, have a one in two what? odds of quadrupling your like otherwise what would be a lock of an investment. So, at what what is the minimum dollar that you would skip the coin flip? I think it's four hundred. I think it's at like two, even, I, honestly, it's probably three hundred thousand. Because like, look, let's put it this way: you can double your, you can get a hundred thousand free, a hundred percent guarantee, or you can have a fifty percent guarantee of doubling your money that doesn't make sense you take the hundred thousand guaranteed i think it's like actually just beyond that i think you have to have a uh you have to triple you could triple your money and have a 50 percent chance i think that's though like that number versus the hundred thousand guaranteed i think it's like right around three hundred thousand where you have to guarantee i so think 250 are you doing and, like anything beyond three hundred thousand i think that you it's you have to take the coin flip 250 are you flipping that's my max that's a cap i feel like i'm like flipping lowest. just for the gamble that's just yeah, that's probably the lowest i'll go <laughs> for the rush that's the lowest I'll go. I just wanted to get a figure on that. Dude, can we play some blackjack in Vegas together? Sure. And hang out with Kelby Sharman and play around a golf? I mean, that's that sounds like a time. Sure. Dude, I don't know. We got we gotta do it. We gotta do it. Next segment. Saggy. Hmm. What is the next segment? You go over or under. We're twenty nine minutes in. You go over or under straight to the movies. I haven't added anything new to over or under. All right, we'll go movies then. Okay, unless you have an over or under you want to use. No. Nope. Should I bring it back to overrated, a... underrated? Should I bring it back to a golf quote this week? Oh, well, you could. <laughs> Ooh. Go ahead, Rob. Ten yard. Think about it. Oh yeah, I already did. I already <laughs> yeah. dropped some. Ten yard rule. <gasps> Forget about it. Today we have Morgan Freeman. We didn't do Morgan Freeman yet. No. Bruce Almighty in the one slot. Lock it in. Ooh. Wow, that's a quick lock. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a joke. That's a joke. That was an auto lock. <laughs> that's a joke. Maybe the three slot, but dude, I gotta look at. I feel like Morgan Freeman. He, I think he did Morgan Freeman. Um, I liked him in the Batman movie. I don't even know the Black Knight, Dark Knight, Dark Knight. <laughs> Just because he's black, or <laughs> that's funny. I said that. <laughs> that nineteen seventy two Swedish movie or whatever. Ooh, Shawshank Redemption. That Ooh, is oh, that's, that's good, way better. Definitely that's on my list. One. Bruce Almighty's on this list. Shut the fuck. <laughs> that better be your three slot. The Dark Knight. Yeah, I mean the Dark Knight is, is probably he, on this, this list. He's actually in that movie. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, jeez. The Black Knight. Wanted. Million Wanted. Dollar Baby. Seven? I haven't Million seen that. Million Dollar Baby is a good movie. I gotta go Shawshank. Yeah, Shawshank's definitely on there. It's a, such a great movie. Dark Knight. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. A lot of these movies are pretty rough. Ooh, it's a tough one. I think he's a better narrator than actor and producer. Mm-hmm. He's a good voice. Yeah, great voice. Mm. 
Some of these movies are hilarious going in style. Let's have one from 1967 that he okay. did. Okay, I'm, I'm going to lock in my list. Give me Shawshank at one, give me The Dark Knight at two, and give me Bruce Almighty at three. Bruce Almighty. Yep. He plays a major role in that movie and does a good job. He's God. Yeah. He the is. The Almighty. He is. If you had to guess what city he's from, what would you guess? Compton. Wow. Wow. Nashville? True Colors. Much better guess. Memphis. That makes sense. He does have like a calming <laughs> voice to him that's not from Compton. Could be wrong. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Oakland. All right, man. All right. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> Southside. <laughs> What, what about you guys? You guys have any thoughts? What's Shaw- on your list right now? Shawshank's Shaw- on Shank. it. Rob, is Shawshank on your list? Yeah, he, he can be on my list. It's on your list. So you guys have locked Shawshank on the list. Dark oh, Knight. I got one right here. Invictus. Invictus? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's Nelson Mandela. Is he really? Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. And Morgan Freeman. Memphis, Tennessee. What, Evan Almighty's not on your list, too? No. He's also got on that one. I haven't seen it. Same character. It's the same shit, but it's... He builds an arc. Noah's arc. Noah's arc. Two of every kind. <laughs> what are you guys' thoughts about Now You See Me? Have you seen those movies? It's The corny. magic movie? It's corny. Corny as fuck. Don't even get me started about that shit. Corny. Yeah. Yep. Lock me in. Shawshank. Bat, Dark Knight. Dark Knight Rises. I mean, now that I look at his discography or his filmography, I'm not. Okay, do you have Samuel L. Jackson on this list? Not yet. Dark Knight Rises. Relax, all right? And the Put Dark Samuel Knight. L. Jackson on you're there. Putting He's two, way better. You're putting two Batman movies? Yeah, because I can't pick anything else. What about... Ocean's Eleven, Ocean's Eleven, two, twelve, <laughs> Ocean's 12? Thirteen. Yeah, no, that's lame, James. Okay, I'll go. What's your third pick? I had Shawshank at one, Dark Knight at two, Bruce Almighty <laughs> at three. Bruce, that's <laughs> terrible. That's not a terrible list, uh, dude. Uh, okay, uh, James, lock in your list right now. You said Shawshank and then Batman two- Begins, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> All right, James locked in his Batman movies. Rob, you got to lock in right now because I'm going to ask the listeners after this and I'm going to have them email us at thebogeyboys at gmail.com and and they need to let us know which list is the best list because I think my list is the best right now. I'm definitely not locking in two Batman movies on my top three for Morgan Freeman. That's just a disservice. Honestly disappointed with it. All right, we're going to do this. I'm going to go Dark Knight. Shawshank and Glory. Glory. I haven't seen it. What's uh what's the plot on Glory? Is that a Civil War movie? Yeah. With Matthew Broderick. Okay. It's a s- I haven't seen it. So you guys it's heard Civil War. You guys heard Rob's list just now. I locked in Bruce Almighty, Dark Knight, and Shawshank at one from my list from Morgan Freeman. James locked in all three of the Batman movies <laughs> for his list on Morgan Freeman. Please let us know 
whose list was better, please email us at thebogeyboys with a Z at gmail.com. They ain't writing shit. Next segment. That is facts. Saggy. All right, what do we got? You, you guys know, want you trivia? Know, you know what time it is? Trivia time? Trivia I think it's time. trivia time. Trivia! <laughs> it's time for Blake's Trivia! PGA. Live. Who gives a fuck? No, like, seriously, like, who gives a fuck? Who knows this shit? Not me and Rob. All right. Today, since our boy, Kelby Sharman, got me thinking, his favorite swing was Victor Hovland. By the way, I've learned that a lot of pro golfers like Victor Hovland's golf swing. Was it Victor Hovland or Xander Shoffley? No, it's uh Victor Hovland was the swing. Uh, you were you were asking, oh, is it not Xander? And he was saying that he. Oh yeah, because he models tempo. his swing after Xander Shoffley. He says, yeah. Anyways, okay. He likes Victor Hovland. Okay. Victor Hovland. So these are going to be uh three Victor Hovland questions trivia. Okay. First off, who is that guy? He's know, the one that looks Victor. faded out of his mind every time. Yeah, uh, he does look like he... His eyes are like permanently red. It does look uh, like he ripped a ball and went and played golf. No, it literally blue. looks like... His okay. eyes are like... Victor Hovland, first question. What country is he from? Norway. Don't look it up. I was going to search for what he looks like, but okay. Um, he just looks like a 20-year-old like kid. Maybe? But just like his eyes are just... All right, you guys are doing your own two answers, so I like this. Okay, you're going Norway, you're going Switzerland. Absolutely. Well, don't do that, because it's Norway, Sweden, or Finland. That's one of those It's Scandinavian, so it's not Switzerland. What about Norway? Norway, Sweden, Finland. I'm going Norway. I like Norway. Okay, you guys are both correct. He is from Norway. (laughs) You guys are off to a hot start. Because if we're talking Scandinavian, Norway, Sweden, Finland. We're doing this as a group effort. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. So now your follow-up question is, what college did Victor Hovland go to? Oklahoma. Oklahoma locking it in, and then Rob? Sure, yeah. Well, this is a group effort. No, but the question is, he's narrowing. I know it's Oklahoma. The problem is, is it the Sooners? Like OU or is it Oklahoma State University? Like it's Sooners. OU? I don't know. The Red? Or is it Oklahoma State? I think it's a Sooner. Are we together? You guys go separate. Go separate. All I right, like I'm, this. I'm taking Sooners. I'll go State. The correct answer is Oklahoma State Ooh, University. The Orange. The Orange. The Cowboys. Not that's, the Sooners. That's Mason Nuts Mallet Putter, Oklahoma Sooners, the orange one. He's a I cowboy. Knew, I knew he was Oklahoma, and I also know Victor Hovland still lives in Oklahoma. Did you know these that? Are, these are facts. These are facts. <laughs> All right, James, two for two. I'm honestly really impressed so far. Your third and hardest question is, and this is going to be multiple choice, because I like to make it multiple choice on the ones that I think are a little bit harder. In his rookie PGA season, how many wins did he get? Zero, one, or two. Zero is a one is one is one and then whatever. Zero, one, or two. Multiple choice. Zero. Lock it in. <laughs> As for the contrary, I'll take one. The correct answer is two. Oh wow! He won twice on his rookie season on the PGA Impressive. Tour. For him. He won the Puerto Rico Open and the Mayakoba Golf Classic. Oh, what the fuck are those? <laughs> 
That those are the events. I that, can win that. Show. I thought I was talking about the five majors. Those, those are what we like to call mule <laughs> events. Okay, these are like where all the top players they ain't playing these events because okay. they, they the are purses they aren't south as hot. Well, one was Puerto Rico. Uh, I think the Mayacoba is in, in uh, Mexico. So, yeah, they both um, not in the so United States. So, is that States. what they call the mule? The mule <laughs> events, it's it's like a term kind of coined by the No Laying Up podcast where it's like, it's basically all of like the fringe PGA Tour players that like barely Why have their card. Why is it called card. a mule? It's just a term that they came up. Did you know, it, do you know what a mule is? Yeah, I mean, it's like a fucking donkey that's whatever. It's a donkey and a horse. Yeah, that's what Bred together. However, the offspring cannot reproduce. Makes Whoa, sense. So a mule dies. Yeah. What? Because a horse or a donkey, they both have an odd number of chromosomes. So they can't like a mix. Like one has 47 and one has like 45. So they can't. We need to sign this kid up for Jeopardy. I mean, he's <laughs> unbelievable. He has all like. That would be sick. <laughs> he has like the, the most immense amount of useless information yeah. that I've ever witnessed. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. And he says it with such confidence and accuracy that like I don't even need to look it up. I just know it's true. He read it. You know, he just read it one time and it just stuck with him. And he just never forgot it. It's Some crazy. Some stuff just sticks. I don't know. Good That's for you, though. I love that memory of Jeopardy? yours. I'd root you on. Dude. I'd be going bananas <laughs> if I saw James Hellman on Jeopardy. <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, pretty impressive rookie season from Victor Hovland. Yeah. I mean, he's he he's a stripe show. Fun fact, he um his his college teammate was Matthew Wolf. Oh wow. Also, he won the individual championship in D one at Oklahoma State University. Him him and Matthew Wolf were stripe shows. Mm. Were they the same age? Yeah, I mean, I think I thought so. Wolf was older. Can you look up a picture of Victor? I don't know. Hovland? I mean, one of them might be a senior, one of them might be a junior. It's very funny. But um yeah. I thought that was very interesting. That was like very uh, interesting time. Also, I didn't even know. This. Did you know that Ricky Fowler went to OSU? Which now from, makes sense. Is he from Temecula? I have no idea. That's why he wears Ricky orange. Fowler. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Hence the yeah orange. orange I didn't know suit. that though. <laughs> I didn't know that either. But that makes sense. Yeah. yeah now now I think uh, he's from Temecula. <laughs> is he really Ricky Fowler? I'm pretty from sure. Temecula of I'm all places. Sure. That I would have never guessed. I'll look that. It up. But did you see a picture? Yeah. Doesn't he look faded out of his? His eyes are always like super red. Marietta. Marietta. That's where. Oh yeah. So that might as he well was be born Temecula. in Marietta born and raised. He attended Marietta Valley High School. Mm-hmm. But I think it was one course in Temecula. He like has, still has a course record or something like that. So I knew he was from like the IE or something. Wow. That's very cool. He's married to Allison Stoke. No idea. A pole vaulting internet phenomenon from Newport Beach. Oh, wow. She's got a bit of a donk on her. Let me tell you. What? Oh, Hold on. Hold on. Pause the pause. Google search trans for Allison just went up about 20%. Okay. What about the break the internet? Ricky yeah, Fowler. very awesome. Wow. Uh, pretty impressed, James. Honestly, two out of three. That's really good. Uh, Rob, uh, goose egg. But you know what? We'll keep it moving. That's fine. I like goose eggs. Man, orange is just a hard color to wear. It's it's one of the I hardest. Still can't do, Let me tell you. The fact that he pulled off that full-on orange outfit. Well, that's debatable. Well, I don't know if pulled off is the right <laughs> That's word. what I mean. Is Well, I mean, like, let's call a spade a spade. I mean, he... He inspired like a new generation of golfers. He did kids, because of some kids like to wear his outfits because of Ricky Fowler. Yeah. And that's th- you know who he reminds me of. Who is like Zac Efron from High School Musical? Really, like Based old photos of him. Like, I just could, like old, I could see. old, old yeah. like his face. Photos. Yeah, mm. just like 
Yeah, I mean, that guy's been on the tour for a while. Yeah. He's our age now. 30-some. I, I don't know, what? but... He's, <laughs> speak for yourselves. I mean, I remember, like, I remember like <laughs> yeah. old, old videos of, like, Ricky Fowler and, like, the Ryder Cup. He's like, 35. Like, old, old mm. videos. <laughs> I mean, he. I feel like he played the Ryder Cup in, like, the early 2000s or something like that. Or, like, mm. something somewhere early. Because if he's 35... And I'm like, what, 31? So he graduated high school in like 06? Like, I feel like he... 09, he was a runner-up at the Nationwide Tour. I don't know what that is. That's crazy. I mean, yeah, you're still talking about PGA Tour events that he's, you know, Mm -hmm. basically like in high school. He's like 18 years old. His first win was in 2012, it looks like. The Wells Fargo. I know he's won the uh, the players. I think he's won the players before. 2015. Yeah, that's super impressive. Against Sergio Garcia and Kevin Kistner. Hmm. Are we going to the Waste Management? February? You know who would love to go to the Waste Management is uh, John Sanders. I mean, he asks me every year <laughs> he, who would love to go. It is just a rager, no? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> college the, gets the thing everywhere. is that, I mean, here's, here's where my thoughts are at for the WM Open. Do I want to go? I would love to go. I feel like I'm too I would old. love to go for one day. One to day. To hang out on the 16th or Exactly whatever. one day. <laughs> Good slot would, on the 16th. To be honest with you, it doesn't even have to be 16. 16 sounds like a vibe. We've already played it. Yeah. Like, we'll be talking shit being like, dude, I fucking parted this whole day. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't we all, we all parted, right? 16? Yeah, yeah, we all we hit all the parted. green on 16. That was... Uh, that was dope. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that was a fun time. That was a really fun time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. as fuck. It, it was, was fun. So but hot that day. My thoughts Holy are: shit. I would love to go one time and whatever. It doesn't even have to be on sixteen. I would love to go. But like, if I go to Scottsdale, I want to golf, boys. Oh, we got to golf. But how much is golf during that week? I'm sure it's outrageous. Skyrocket. Well, sure I mean, how much are hotels and golf during I'm that sure week? Everyone's watching the event and not on the golf course. You think? You think people don't have the same exact idea as we do? Probably. I think rates for hotels. Didn't we look uh, it up? Because we looked, we saw, I think we saw that the same place that we stayed at the Hilton Vacation Club, I think it was like three grand a night or something like that. I don't fucking know. Sorry, what? It was, th- <laughs> well, well, James, it's three grand a night because it's actually on the property. Yeah, I'm the still property. waiting for that demo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, did you say $3,000 per night? James, it was like 2500 grand or something a night. Fuck no, I'm not saying that. What the fuck? <laughs> Anyways. It was, I'm down to go to Scottsdale and go to the WM, but like, you bet your ass I'm golfing, but like, if the cost is too high, like, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the first person to say no if we, we're getting double the rates of everything that it's normally at. No, no, no. I wouldn't pay more than what we paid last time. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, I mean. Zero? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. I was that, that, No, not the hotel. Look. Uh, the round. Oh, for golf. What I, what I was going to say is that I would do that trip. 10 times out of 10 and that's that's been my favorite trip that we've taken that so was far the best trip that was so much fun i would do that trip every six months yeah lock it in are we going to utah next or vegas we gotta stop on why the don't we there. pick up we kelby do, we, on the way ooh. we pick up kelby and we take him to utah wow that would be cool I love we stop that idea we get to vegas like early one day play around with kelby pick him up take him to st george We're two days in st george is, come back is mesquite on the way to what's Utah? mesquite Why are it's we? just where it's it's at like the 
border of Nevada on the east side, I believe. And so New Mexico, sure, what? but that's or sorry, Colorado. I don't even or so Utah. I Jesus. forget. Where I the think fuck it, are we going? <laughs> no, but Mesquite. There's like tons of golf in Mesquite. That's where Wolf Creek is, which is like a really like world renowned course. That's like super difficult. So yeah, directly west of it or east of it is Utah. East of Mystique is off to 15. Nevada. It's off to 15. Is it on the way to Utah? It is. Okay. I think the move is honestly, we almost do like a, like almost like we're traveling in like a RV or something like that where it's like one night in I Vegas. I say we get a Winnebago. You do, you do one that, night. Like, you do one night. I would be so down. And we crash in shit. it. Dude, if we get a Winnebago, I'm not. I'm golfing like five times. Like we have to. Like, so we're doing. We're doing like golfing or glory, where we're just yeah, making a loop dope. or yeah. something Mystique like that. Mystique is on the border of Arizona Mesquite, and Mesquite. Nevada. We do. We do like we do. We could even start okay. it. So that's east we pick of, up the east, we, we pick up the RV. We start in California golf once. Go to Vegas golf once. We go to Mesquite golf once. We go to Utah. Fuck we, golf in California. What first thing we do is get out of California. Yeah. What the? F- we can what? golf here anytime. I do want to pick up Kelby and take him somewhere and we go golf. And we pod in the RV. We win a bag. I'm hammered. (laughs) Yeah. Rob. Rob. Rob's been sober for three months. He's driving. I'll be fine. What a vibe. Yeah. Sounds like a good time. That sounds like Purple Onion Kelby hit us up. Could we rig a mic on the the steering wheel? (laughs) I told you. We get the thing that hangs from your neck so you can still drive. (laughs) It like holds it right here for you. Wow, my, and a rock hits the windshield again. <laughs> my brain, my brain is moving like a thousand miles an hour because yeah. I've just got so excited. Do you guys ever get, get excited and you have to poop? Do you ever get that feeling? <laughs> Speak yeah, for sometimes yourself. I get that Speak feeling. Speak for yourself, brother. I don't have it right now, but Speak like for yourself. What? Yeah, you guys are crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, you guys are crazy. Look, look, I like where our heads at. We obviously got some great ideas here. The RV trip. We, I mean, even just the Vegas trip or the Utah trip alone, Kelby, no Kelby, but like we, I think we need to go in that direction. I mean, I think at the very least a Utah trip, if it's just the three of us. Now's just the wrong time. Yeah. We got to yeah, wait for wait like it's, four it's months. Fine, it's fine. We, we got to wait like four months. Yeah. December. It's Utah, man. I went to Utah once in the December. Snow, the snow is really bad. Believe it or not, the snow is really bad right now. It's not very good. My buddy was in. It's so fucking cold. It's yes, it's cold. But like, I guess what I'm saying is, if it's a bad winter for this, like the mountains, it's the quicker you get into better weather. Is that true? Typically, yeah. I mean, like, look, is there going to be some snowfall between There's gonna now have and to March? Be. Absolutely, like, statistically, absolutely, there absolutely will be. there's going to be. But like, you never know. Like, I mean, like, are I you said, saying like it's less heavy if like. Well, like the thing is Season that wide. when it's like, when it's just raining and cold, then then yeah, they get all the snow buildup and it stays there, and then it builds on top of that. If it snows later, then mm. yeah, it takes forever. If if you get if they have a crappy winter where they don't get a lot of snowfall, it's easier for them to maintain. And the earlier you can start golfing yeah. in like spring, you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I mean we can't do anything about that. No, we're not Bruce Almighty. We can't sit here and fucking change the weather. <laughs> But like, look. But I mean, I mean, March, April. Yeah, just saying. Late, late March, early April, something like that. Absolutely. Spring. Yeah. Just an idea. We'll talk. We'll iron it out. San yeah. Hollow is on my list. Mm. I want to play it. I also want to go to Whistler. Whistler, Canada, Canada. Ooh, yeah, Canada would be Banff, fun. Banff Springs looks fucking sick as fuck. 
It sounds like a, Hawaii. a flight. Hawaii? I'll be on a golf in Hawaii. Dude. Hawaii is too much. But uh, Hawaii is very. I mean, like, dude. Le- but let's be honest, though. Whistler and Hawaii is probably the same cost when you add up flights and everything. It's not going to be that much. It's different. just that I know golf there is cheap in Whistler. Yeah. Oh, that's what I've heard. It's cheap, and the landscape is like beautiful. Sounds sick. I mean, all the BDS. It doesn't episodes. mean you can't do Hawaii. It's, I'm just saying, like, yeah. Well, like, look, Hawaii is. I mean, it's expensive. There's, and I want to play my yeah. clubs. I hate to say it, but I want to play my clubs. Yeah. Lots of people I feel do. way more comfortable standing behind my clubs. I forgot we haven't talked about that on this segment. We haven't had that segment yet. No, uh, I can't wait to have it too. But um, what? But what I was going to say is that it doesn't make sense to bring your clubs unless it's for at least like two or three rounds. If it's not two or three rounds, there's no point of bringing your clubs. But what I will say is that checking in golf clubs or just like gear because I I had to check in a snowboard bag when I went to Utah. I thought it was going to be very difficult. It's not very. It's very easy. At the airline, you're saying? Yeah. Is well, don't you tell them ahead of time you're going to check something or whatever, and they just wait. It's and- way easier than you could have imagined. You literally prepay for it. It was like thirty five bucks. It wasn't even like that's expensive. not bad at all. It wasn't expensive at all. You just have to buy a case or whatever. And, and yeah, you literally just hand it. Off, you tag it. You hand it off to them. They, they whatever they weigh it, but it's like it, you already paid for it, so they don't charge you for anything. You give it to them, and then you just show up and you pick it up at back. It's the easy. It's way easier and than then I thought. You pray it would. to God that it makes it. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, I was I was worried because I've I've never I had never checked in a bag before that time, and that was the first time. But I was like, oh my god, I try not to like, check anything serious. Like you know what I mean? Oh yeah. But anyways, I guess what I'm trying to communicate is that golf club it'd be just as easy. It is. I have a lot of confidence that you're. I mean, as long as it doesn't, the airline doesn't have a bad reputation of like losing your shit. Like I've heard like people going to London lose their shit all the time like with golf clubs like especially it's london scotland whatever like they just lose that shit when you're flying overseas shit well, you gotta put, i'm putting six air tags in my bag yeah so i'm gonna know where it goes absolutely that's a great call yeah cost you like 25 bucks check your phone mid-flight wait what the f- <laughs> it's going to turkey my clubs are in mexico <laughs> and i'm in london that would be an issue but yeah, I, I would have a lot of confidence because I, I was scared to check in my golf clubs for Hawaii. I and, and I knew I wasn't gonna do it because I was only gonna golf once. But yeah, that's in hindsight, I would check in bags. But like, in that case, you're not going for golf. You're going. You just so happen to be golfing on like a vacation. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's not like the primary point of the trip. Yeah, it's just like a fun. Just so happen to be here. Yeah. The truth is that to check in my bag twice would have cost me the exact same amount it cost me to rent clubs for the day. Yeah, and I'd rather bring my clothes. Yeah. As inconvenient as that is, I'd still rather just have It's a pain clothes. in the ass, yeah. It would have been a pain in the ass, but... Actually, I'm lying to you because I did take a flight from Oahu to Maui, so yeah, it would have been 140, but anyways, I digress. But yeah, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this episode because... James had a wonderful idea, and I thought it was a wonderful idea, and we wanted to do a deep dive on the cost of our golf bags. Did we all complete <laughs> our homework for today? Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. let's get right into it, James. You're. Th- I have to ask you oh, first no. because I am so. You better do every terrified. single bag you ever built. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's what's in the bag right now. Oh, it's that's how we no. interpret it. Yeah, huh? Every bag you ever built. No, we can't be doing that. I, well, the thing is that your bag has been built over the course of twelve months, and you might as well include everything that you bought in the past. It's all 12 about months. what's right now. What's okay, in the bag. fair enough. I, I think my bag's empty, the, the and list, I had to go retail. The, I had to go retail price. Yeah, absolutely. I did. 
I did the same thing almost. But anyways, James, dive in. Let's hear it. 3,000. Okay. On the nose, like Even? just... 3050. With the, whoa, with the bag. Oh, the go- you included the golf bag itself yes. too. Retail. I did not include that 30, in my list. 50. Wow. You want to go mine? Yeah, let's hear it, Rob. I tallied it up last night. 3050. 30 uh sorry, 2180. That's pretty good. That's pretty affordable. That's much better. So, my number Shout more out to Kirkland. Cl- <laughs> My number more closely relates to James's number, so I thought I, I was scared by my number. I don't like my number. So that okay. driver was fucking the driver and the putter. <laughs> you add those two together, and you're like, so yeah. Um, I did a little bit deeper of a dive, so I'll go into my. How do you mean? So I I included the prices, and then I added tax, and then Whoa. I didn't include tax. So okay, so I included like if I were to go to the store right now, what would be the subtotal if I bought these? I see. Oh. So anyways, I didn't do. That. I just bought them what they were like brand new. That's what I mean. Like okay, like so, retail, not MSRP. How it much was hard is to it? find so my James is three. James is three bands, and then yours was like basically just over two 22. bands. Twenty-two, and yeah, then 22. so for me, I'm gonna go a little bit deeper dive here. So three fifty was the retail for the putter, which was a gift. Okay, the wedges were technically one twenty, but I guess the retail was one eighty. But anyways, I'm gonna go with what I wrote here. It was three sixty for the three wedges. That's not retail. Retail's okay. 180. Okay. I'm just saying, I so I an extra retail. 120. So okay. Anyway, I'll I'll fix the list in a second here. Then we'll call it 360 for now for well, the three. It's the only way to be correct. The total the- retail cost was two thousand seven hundred and forty-one dollars, and when you add tax at eight percent, it's two hundred nineteen dollars. So the total came out to two thousand nine hundred and sixty dollars. So twenty-seven hundred. I thought it was twenty-nine hundred. No, well, twenty-seven hundred before tax. Hmm. Twenty-seven forty-one. I calculated just like MSRP. I just couldn't find my irons on MSRP. Makes mm. sense because they're like at least three or four years yeah, old, two three years old, which is like not a bad thing. But right now, I think they're going yeah, for they like don't sell them six hundred bucks, four six hundred bucks. The problem is, you know, on paper, my driver is six hundred. Is it really? Yeah, five ninety nine is what they're trying. Well, now it's driver? on sale for four ninety nine. Yeah. Wow. I think my shit brand new was like yeah five fifty. Jeez, got used. You, you got to pay for that tailor made pride. You know what I'm saying, boys? And yeah. the Betnardi brand new is like 430. Yeah. <clears throat> Wedges are 180 a piece, like you said. <laughs> yeah. Irons, my irons were like 1150 or something retail. Why are wedges more expensive than irons? I don't know. Because you buy more of them. Because you what buy an, irons. An or average, what? an average wedge is like 150 to 200 probably. 180 on average. That's crazy. But an iron's like 150. It depends. Plus, I mean, statistically, they move way more irons as far as like makes sense lump sales, right? Of like, it's rare that someone buys one iron, but it's way more common that people buy one wedge. People are more likely Never to buy seven irons at once rather than like one or two wedges. Bag was like 280. Yeah. yeah, I did not include the bag in my price. So yeah, oh, maybe fuck. my bag is when you add my bag that I'm You're like three bands, I'm basically sure. at three bands. Yeah, three, yeah. yeah. What it, did you guys all have the same? I mean, I don't know if you, James, maybe I'll talk because me and you both have the high numbers here. But did you have the same thought as I did? As like I cannot believe that that's how much it actually cost to build this bag. Yeah, I was scared. I was like, oh my god. Well, I started out with the putter and the driver. And that's a that's a G banger. 
That's crazy. <laughs> you gotta think too. I also have Kirkland products. I know. <laughs> They're like a quarter of the price that you guys are paying. Twenty two. Irons, you have Kirkland wedges, Kirkland putter, a used driver. So the cur- so the wedges and putter are two fifty. Together? Together, I can't even get the it's new cheap. Kirkland irons because they're right-handed only. Mm. Switch your shit up. <laughs> like you'd buy them. You're too bougie for those. But I, I think am. if I would have gotten like a proper wedge set and putter, I would probably you'd be, be like, with I'd us. Be right you'd with be you guys. with us. Like realistically, if you bought five hundred dollars worth of wedges and a three hundred dollar putter, right, right there with us. So twenty five hundred to three grand. Yeah, not crazy. It's an expensive sport, ladies and gentlemen. It's an expensive sport. I do not recommend. I don't want any more people golfing than there already are. There's way too many people on the golf course that Mm -hmm. I currently attend, and I want tee times on the weekends. To tell you the truth, whenever like we go play with like a random, or even if I join a group or whatever. No one has like newer clubs than us. <laughs> that's I gotta be that's honest. That's very true. Like keeping it real. When I play with like other buddies in the industry, like they all have like, you know, ninety percent of their bag is like a, not a not older than a year within a generation or two. Yeah. But when you play with other people, some people have you know a hundred two hundred dollar bag. Mm-hmm. Got the McGregor bag with the yeah. So. We represent a small minority. If we're being sure. truthful here, that's all it takes to enjoy the game. It's just yeah. that right there. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, like I've seen. I mean, our first scramble at San Juan Hills. I mean, we. I saw this, the guy in front of me. He had still everything. I'm like, that's one guy. I know, and he played like shit. <laughs> I'm like, you do True. not need that, like at all. Like that's his hobby, I guess. But like, I think, see, as a golfer, you see like premium brands in the bag. You're like, holy shit, this guy's probably good. Until you watch them play and you're like, oh. Don't look at my bag then. <laughs> really? <laughs> but I don't, yeah. I know a lot of people get cl- clubs from like hand-me-downs or they yeah, go yeah, on yeah, like yeah. Facebook and they spend 200 bucks on a full set. Yeah. And they go out there and whack it. I'm basically the same thing. I like my old clubs. My grandpa's old stuff. Really? Yeah. My bag is just an ever-evolving. I know. Evolving, revolving door. And it's fun. Have you looked into your f- all three bags you've ever had and seen what you're Have I been cost? through like three perfect bags though? Because sometimes one thing will change. You, well, like, look, you've had two drivers. You've had the Callaway irons with the pink driver. You've had three sets of irons. Mm-hmm. You've had th- it will now be three sets of wedges. Once, the, well, the new one, these haven't even shipped yet. Three sets of two wedges to three. Okay, and three, three putters. putters now. Three putters. <laughs> Yeah, put one, the same, in the same bag. One you putter was forty dollars. You could build three bags, dude. One putter was forty dollars. Yeah, one on Facebook. In my current bag right now, the Arrow Burner forty bucks on Facebook, which is so ironic because it's probably like your best club in the bag. <laughs> I want to. I want to know most consistent club. what all consistent three bags club in the bag. cost. Well, together, yeah, it's probably like five grand. I don't know. Yeah, six grand. It's, it's probably five when you add it because like not everything was like brand new. Like the putter, you said it's not retail. My putter was forty bucks. Well, your both iron sets are brand new, right? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are about a thousand a piece. And then, how many like woods have you bought? You you never bought a three wood. You've just had oh, a, I have a seven wood. You have not a in the seven bag. wood. And I have seven wood and a three wood. It's not in the bag. 
And an even roll that's on the bench. Rob, are you hearing this right he now? He got money. <laughs> he even- got money. <laughs> I have four clubs like oh, sitting there. Daddy James, can you buy me something, please? Just buy Yeah, two. if you got a BBL, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> if you're love- slim thick, hit me up. I love you so much. If you can get two bags, random bags, you can sell two. F- well, you don't have the irons anymore. But- what, the 790s? Yeah. Traded them in. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You sold the Callaway ones, though? Yeah, sold them to the store, yeah. So you don't have any other clubs, just what is in your bag? I have my bag, and what's on the sideline is the even roll, the the two-ball Odyssey putter, the three-wood arrow burner, and the seven-wood ping. Okay, so I, w- I was just expect. I don't know why. I just That's thought, all like, I have had- on the side. Oh, I thought I thought you had like two full sets of clubs no, on no, the no, side. No, 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 no. Yeah, I forgot you traded them in. Oh, and I have my. Remember my old Callaway driver? Yeah. The forty, the fifty dollar one I bought on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I still have that. Okay. It's in my garage or whatever. I hardly count those, but yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have anything on ice? Like just not in your bag? Uh, just the Golden Bears, just the entire set uh, of Golden Bears. Yeah, whatever the old set was that I used to have. What's on your list right now? Um, so like let's say someone gave you like a voucher for like a product right now to put into your bag right now what would it be it would either be a five wood or a low hybrid like a three hybrid one of those two what uh paradigm whatever i fit best into with that's the right when it comes to especially when it comes to woods and hybrids i am not that brand conscious of I do not necessarily care. It's already a hard club to hit, so I would imagine I want something more forgiving. So maybe I choose a more forgiving brand like Callaway or TaylorMade. Yeah. I think is it's whatever the you second. hit. But yeah, I mean, it's I, whatever you hit nine times out of ten, like what you want. That's all, the one. I just know that I fit really well into the three wood I have, like one at the time, and <laughs> I, I mean, it's not a club I would say I have confidence in, but yeah. all I know is that I don't typically think of like oh like if i was buying myself clubs i would choose pink clubs but i whatever i mean results oriented i'm with the with that purchase is what i would be I agree. specifically with this if if you gave me like a like you said like a voucher i'd definitely choose in like some sort of five wood or three hybrid i think you taking that voucher and being like hey can someone help me get fit into like mm-hmm. a 235 club 240 club can you help me and just see what they can do. Yeah. That would be the right mindset. I definitely need help with the top end of my back. I want another... I think your driver's dialed. So driver... You're saying four iron and in between is your problem. I think your driver's dialed. Driver... Driver's fine. Don't need... Don't have no desire to get a new driver right now. It's... I mean, even though it can get squirrely at times, I still think that... I think it's one of the best clubs in the bag when it's behaving. Um, I don't think you have a problem at all there. Um... I just think that I feel confident hitting five iron. I had a yeah. beautiful five iron shot that I need to tell you boys about. I was I hit my driver off the tee at 18 at uh, Rancho San Joaquin. I'm under a tree on the left side of the fairway. Tyler has to like pull up this branch for me. I got two I got 208 to the flag going into this par 5 and I'm in, I'm like off these wood chips and like I just absolutely lace a five iron with a baby draw gets on the green on two and i was like i felt so great about it i was like i don't know 
how much more I could squeeze out of an iron performance. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't necessarily want to hit four iron in that situation. Like, if I was, like, 210 or two, I wouldn't want to hit an iron. I would want to hit, like, a, something more forgiving. And and that's where I think the hybrid or rescue club or wood comes in. I think you should look at new irons, too. I want to see you in a new iron set. Really? Taylor made. Taylor yeah, I, I don't know. I think you want more feedback and more spin. Those that's the that's the strongest club I've ever seen, and played is that club. The thing is that I it's don't so low launch and so low spin. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's I, unbelievable. Don't get me wrong. Like I feel like I want new irons, but I know that it's they're so just forgiving. As, it's just as much ego talking as it is like, do I actually need new irons? Yeah. Like. I just my ego is saying like, oh dude, like you need you need more control. Like you could you want higher launch. If you want to have more stopping power in the greens, but like is the reality are the numbies gonna be like, yeah, we agree with you. Or are the numbers gonna be like, uh, you're hitting your five iron one eighty now, and <laughs> and just like you're me. still t- and you're still toe banging <laughs> these balls, and there we go. And, That's what I and did. now and your flight's unchanged because you're not striking. Like, is is that the feedback I'm gonna get? Yeah. Because I feel like that's what would happen if I'm being like totally honest. You and feel like that, but if you got fitness, something it may be a little different. The th- I I think honestly, I just think I need. More lessons, more rounds played, more practice, and getting the strike a little bit more dialed. And I think that I would be comfortable getting fit again. I mean, if you were hitting on the second or fifth groove every single time in the middle of the face, then yeah, you could definitely benefit from... I don't know about you guys, but I want less workability. <laughs> I feel like I can work the ball. I don't want to work it anymore. I just want it to go straight. <laughs> Fuck that. 790s, that's what I did. I jumped too early, and I, I regret it. Yeah. Came back, and I'm happy where I'm at now. Pride aside. Yeah, I think you made a great decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, com- coming back was definitely like a good choice for you. Mm-hmm. We are game improvement boys. I'm okay with that. You know, remember when I said, like, it's crazy when you don't work on your game all week, and then you expect to be better the next Saturday? What the fuck do you expect to happen? <laughs> no truer words have been. Do you expect said. to drop five strokes when yeah. you don't work at all on your game? It's it's the truth, man. And that's what I'm. This is what I mean about the ego thing. My ego is telling me that like I need like more control, like a thinner profile. But like you know, I don't care if these clubs are ugly. They they perform really well, and I know the numbers. Well, they and... perform. Yeah, I think you're used to them now. Yeah, I don't like. I do I, know that a seven iron hits like four thousand spin, which uh, is like nothing. What? Like a seven iron hits like four thousand spin for you? It. Maybe I don't know about. For I'm me, a low but... spin guy though, mm. but yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, I think I'm gonna be in game improvement boy for a while. Would I love new clubs? Yeah, but um, I don't know. I mean, I can I practice more? Yeah, but I think what I really want is. If I ever move out of an apartment, like I would love in a, in a house, like the first thing I'm doing is getting a net and a mat and beating balls into a yeah. net and like working on game and, and I'm getting better. And then when I feel like my game is better, then I'll probably get fit again or so, something along those lines. That'd be nice. Get a full bag fitting or something like that. Absolutely. That'd be cool. I want to go through that experience for sure. Yeah. I'll, next time I can do a bag fitting, I want to go in there with no budget. You mean unlimited budget? <laughs> unlimited. I want to, yeah, unlimited. I yeah. want to hit everything. I want to see what works. 
and not just be limited to even ending up with like a split bag where you have like you know yeah who fucking p through seven this iron and then five through six seven but it's weird because they just have you hit the seven iron over and over and over and over and over they start there that's all that they made me hit yeah (laughs) yeah with that being said i think that we got to do I think that's like the next piece of content that we do is like a full bag fitting together. All three of us, we do a college bad trip. We got to lock it in. But anyways, James, what are we at on time? We're good. 71 minutes. All right. Well, wrap if you, it. If you guys enjoyed this episode of the bogey boys back nine podcast, shoot us an email at the bogey boys with a Z at gmail.com. You can follow us on our socials at back nine golf, B a C C nine golf. And that's on IG. This is episode 33 of the Bogey Boys Back Nine Podcast. This is Blake. Your boy Rob. And James. Peace. Peace.